Okay, so I was half wrong, half right, but half is better than all the way wrong, and my frustration was very deserved, and I damn sure wish I would have been right because I would have loved a full extra episode that in the end we didn't really get because... That was just more of an extended trailer and sneak peek clips type of thing, but you bet your bottom we're still going to talk about it. It's the Challenge Rider Dies launch special, a.k.a. episode zero, a.k.a. not a true episode, but I thought it was going to be, but we're still recapping it coming up right now. What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge. That's right, MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very much for being here with me this evening on the podcast tonight. We have one simple goal tonight, today, whenever you may be listening or watching this, and that is to quickly recap the launch special of Ride or Dies and do a little final primer for the season that debuts in less than 48 hours. Before we dive in, a couple quick programming reminders. The Ruins Rewatch podcast was posted early this morning with the Duel 2 posted last Friday, so we're all caught up. Fresh Meat 2, of course, was done a week or two ago. Now we'll be heading into Cutthroat next week back in chronological order. Order. So, lots of rewatch content for you. If you've missed any of those episodes, definitely make sure to go back, check them out to rewatch those fantastic, most of them, some of them, kind of all of them, seasons on Paramount. Plus, these last two, especially with the Duel 2 in the Ruins, they have been very interesting outcomes uh, as far as where my thoughts landed that I didn't really see coming into them before diving fully back into them. So those are up for your listening pleasure now. Elsewhere, we will, of course, be covering Ride or Dies each and every week late on Wednesday night. So be ready to watch the true premiere episode this Wednesday and then check out the feed first thing Thursday morning. The recap podcast will be there waiting for for you. And with that, let's get to it. We had a launch special. It was not like the last launch special for Spies, Lies, and Allies in that it wasn't actually an episode of the season disguised as a launch special, which is what SLNA was. It was, in fact, much more like what I'd imagine a launch special to be if you told me the new challenge season had a launch special. It's also confusing. But regardless, I am happy that it happened, and I am excited to talk about it with you. Let's go. So, we watched the launch special. Hopefully you did too. If you didn't and you're listening to this, it's probably okay. It's worth going and watching. I had a very good time with it, but we'll cover most of what you probably need to know here in a pretty short time frame. So, either way, you'll be good. Keep on listening, but definitely worth watching if you missed it. And speaking of missing it, I thought most people would miss it because previously, when they had done this once before on Spies, Lies, and Allies, it was deemed some sort of, I don't know if they called it launch launch special then, but it was something very similar to that. It was like some bullshit spy lingo, like mission launch, mission briefing, something of that nature. But then if you remember back to Spies, Lies, and Allies, I know some of you don't want to. Some of us out there actually liked that season. We're not going to get into it. But if you do remember back, if you were someone who just tuned in on the Wednesday premiere of Spies, Lies, and Allies, you were like, 
what's going on? The opening seconds of the entire season are they're already at a daily challenge. I don't know who these people are. And that is because that launch special on that season was a full hour of everyone getting to the house, of meeting each other, and then eventually going to the daily challenge as the end of that quote unquote launch special mission activation, whatever the heck they called it. So that is why coming into this season, last Friday or whatever it was, when they announced that, hey, we're doing a launch special, it's on Monday. I freaked out and I was like, oh my God, no one's going to watch that. And it was a full episode last time and everyone's going to miss this full episode. What are you doing, MTV? Well, it turns out that this one wasn't the same type of thing, but it was still very good. It was still very fun. I'm glad for the for the sake of all of those who didn't know that it was happening or were just going to tune in on Wednesday night. I'm, I'm glad that they won't be like, what the hell happened? Who are all these new people? How are we already in the midst of the season here? But for those of us who then got ready and were like, dude, that was the best episode of Spies, Lies, and Allies was the special beforehand. Give me another one of those. I was kind of looking forward to like all of the new rookie pairs showing up to the house, learning a bunch about them. I was kind of looking forward to maybe who would be that one person, the way Kyle on Spies, Lies, and Allies was the only one with the international group that was kind of telling everyone how the games goes because they had kind of the vets and the rookies basically split up for that whole first day or two inside of the house. So I was looking forward to something like that. Regardless, just because we didn't get it doesn't mean we're not going to get a lot of that good stuff, hopefully in the first episode premiering on Wednesday night. So this was, you know, not necessarily what I thought it was going to be, but it was still a good time. So we are going to talk about it, uh, not at super length, just a couple high level moments from it that I thought were really impactful or interesting or kind of lead me to thinking what's going to be most interesting about this season. And then at the very end, we are going to update the predictions I made back on the full season preview that I did literally hours before the super trailer dropped, which we get the super trailer at the end of this launch special again as well. So between this launch special, that super trailer, I wanted to update some of my predictions for the season. So we'll do that at the end. Let's go right into it. And let's start where this launch special started with my guy, your guy, everyone's guy, everyone's favorite, the host with the most, the man, the myth, the legend, TJ Lavin, introducing the season. Loyalty, trust, friendship. This season, we're putting them all to the test. Just trust me. For the first time in challenge history, players will enter the game with their greatest ally at their side. True friends, siblings, lovers. Their bonds of loyalty must withstand the most cutthroat competition in the world. Let's go! John Kay! Almost there, Mariah. Come on. I will die for you. No matter what happens in this game, you're going to have their back. With real-life relationships on the line, this season will be the most intense challenge yet. Players are hungrier than ever for their share of $1 million. Let's go! And in one of the biggest twists ever, six of the most iconic players in challenge history will be joining the game in a way that no one will ever see coming. They too are paired up with their ride or dies because on this season of the challenge, you live or die by your ride or die. And right now, they're about to size up their competition on this season of the challenge, ride or die. 
They're putting my guy to work this season and all these seasons now, making him do a little, little extra, little, you know, he's slowly but surely been given more and more of like, we need you to do this. We need you to be a little more the face of the show this way. And I'm loving every bit of it. TJ is the best. TJ's the GOAT. Always has been. Always will be. So we get that nice introduction. We get basically that whole part is basically like a third trailer, if you will. We had the initial, you know, 90-second trailer. We had the super trailer three-minute long that we get at the very end of this episode. And then this kind of feels like almost a third trailer uh, for the entire season, which is an obvious and smart way to start this show off with. Should be noted, TJ's outfits look fly as fuck, as always. Uh, as You know, he's just got the best war wardrobe in the business at this point and also he's kicking up them leaves walking down those dirt paths so uh they're in argentina but it is still not the warmest while filming this season in argentina we've got a full-blown fall weather uh season on our hands here which could definitely come into play but we do through all the clips we see we see what we talked about on the season preview it looks like hey if it's during the day the sun's out it's warm enough, you know, they're in their short sleeves, they might have their joggers on, whatever, but they're, it's warm enough, but when it gets to nighttime, if the weather ain't so great, if that sun ain't out in full force, then we got some coats, we got some hats, we got a little bit of chilled weather that we're going to see, a lot more hot tub usage than pool usage, if hopefully both of those things are available, or at least one of them is available at their house. Let's move into a couple of the biggest moments from this launch special. Uh, Definitely the biggest one, which I think is going to double as the biggest story for maybe the entire season, or definitely is the thing I'm most interested in watching for this entire season, is Jordan and Tori. Jordan and Tori on this season is going to be fascinating. I think it will be the biggest storyline, like singular storyline, maybe something with the strategy of the game, one big alliance or whatever might be the, you know, the quote unquote biggest storyline for the entirety of the thing. But going in, the biggest storyline heading in, the biggest question mark heading in, the biggest known confrontation we are going to get is definitely Jordan and Tory. We already kind of knew that, and now we have had it solidified with a few different moments from this launch special. The first one, before they even actually get into it, they're talking a little bit. I don't even remember which team it is they're talking about as they go team by team, basically, with the six. I haven't even explained. For those who didn't watch, possibly, the six super vets, vet vet teams, Nani and Bananas, Anissa, Jordan, Veronica, and Darrell sit around a table for 60 minutes or, you know, whatever it was, and talk it and chop it up about Every one of the teams, except for one, we'll come on up to that later on, uh, that's going to be there on this season and basically just give a big preview of all of these teams and how the game is going to go and whatnot. And during, while talking about one of the teams, they mention bringing relationships into the house. I believe it's Sam and Kayla up front of the ma- one married couple coming into the house. Johnny references, oh, you know, shouldn't come in, bring a relationship into the house and Jordan has mentioned is the first one to call it out is to make a reference to he and tori and chauncey is her boyfriend, boyfriend yeah. yeah there is a snowball's chance in hell i'm bringing anyone in a relationship into this house because yeah. you know it's like the last thing you want is like a real life relationship analyzed under a microscope let me tell you about it buddy <laughs> jordan can let you know let me tell you about it <laughs> so that just warms us up and then 
we get to the real moment. They get to, you know, as they're going team by team, we're like, okay, uh, at some point, they're obviously going to have to talk about Tori and Devin. And so that means they're going to talk about Tori. And that means I'm guessing we're going to get some allusions here, some conversation here from Jordan about how this season is going to go. And that happens. Devin and Tori come up and Bananas asks the elephant in the room question. Now, elephant in the room, Jordanimal. <laughs> what you, 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 and, you and Tori, dude. I mean, last time we saw the two of you on a mm-hmm. challenge together, you were putting a ring on her finger. Oh, my God! Oh. Marry me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot that's happened in the interim. What's that going to be like, though? What if you come into the house and, like, what if there's, like, you, I don't know, have eyes for someone else or she has eyes for someone else? Is that going to, like, mess up your game or her game? Or is that going to be part of the mind trip? You'll feel that. Hell yeah, you'll feel that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely think that's the one reason that I've kind of been very hesitant in coming come back. back. Yeah. yeah, it's just because I don't know. Well, that's what go. what yeah. feelings are or, you know, will we'll come up. Inquiring minds would I like know, to know. Oh my goodness gracious, take me in the kid. I know. I, uh, I'm trying to throw him off his game. <laughs> He's my partner. Well, working. Um, yeah, this will actually be the first time we've seen each other in person since splitting. We haven't spoke much. For Tori and I, you know, it was, you know, that was my best friend. Like we were, we yeah. were so close. Um, and then for everything to happen, like, in this environment, super tough. Your guys' relationship wasn't like one of these fly-by-night, like, oh, let's hook up for a season, then never yeah. talk again. Like, no, 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 no. Legitimate. I knew, I knew that I was, yeah, at the, like, at the time, I knew I was spending the rest of my life with her, so. Oh, man. A few things from this. I This was definitely the kind of the biggest moment of this launch special, if you will. If we're doing a bunch of awards, uh, we would say this is the moment of the episode for sure. This is, again, the biggest story going in of like, what, how does this, not only is it just the most interesting story because of where these two, you know, where they both stand, Tori and Jordan, in the game, in the recent game, in their game together, and then in their life together outside of the game and everything that's happened. All of that is just interesting and fascinating and, uh, you know, it's going to probably make for good television and hopefully will make for good television where we still like everyone and we also like the editing and the producing and everything like that. Everyone's nice to everyone here, hopefully, because I like everyone involved so much. But... um, we also, it's also going to be the biggest story from like how the alliances in the house play out because we'll get to it in a minute. Jordan's with Anissa, Anissa and Tori, best friends. Uh, Jordan and Anissa don't really like each other. Again, we'll get to that in a minute. But are these two going to work together? That being Jordan and Tori, are they not? Does that mean Jordan and Anissa are in, you know, the vacation alliance with Nani and Tori and Devin and Casey? Does that mean they're not? And they're they're kind of the linchpin, I feel like, of the, like, are the super vets together or not? Because Anissa is then also, like, Darrell and Veronica, she's the only, they don't, I don't think they, either one of them actually wants to work with Bananas. They're going to do it if they have to do it, but I don't think they want to. They would like to work with Anissa, I'm sure. So they're kind of the linchpin is where, what Jordan's relationships, and specifically he and Tori's relationship are, is going to kind of hold or not hold the entire super vet and vet vet groups together in the couple things coming out of Jordan's comments here, the fact they hadn't seen each other in person is is wild. I guess 
that like makes sense. Um, he he says it in a way that alludes to they obviously had conversations and there in different things. They just hadn't hadn't been in person together since the actual breakup, which is a pretty wild place to see uh, someone for the first time since breaking off an engagement, seeing them run into a challenge house that you are also in. So that's pretty crazy and makes sense. Um, why we then get the extended clip of them arguing in a bar because we know from off of the show, uh, back Jordan on his own YouTube channel, an interview he posted on his own channel once upon a time, said he would never do a season with Tori on the challenge. Again, he would do seasons, but not if they were both there because he didn't want it to be edited a certain way and whatnot. And he's obviously, you know, overcome that fear or gotten to be in a place where he was willing to do it, willing to come on this season and, you know, put that behind them but uh we see the argument from the trailer that was in the original trailer for this season is in fact about him we get a little longer version of it. we actually get to hear what it's about and it's about him not telling her that he was coming on this season so that shock was true shock for her and is definitely right to be like holy shit what is happening how are you here why are you here how did we where was the where was the communication totally makes sense that that fight is obviously a fight i don't want to call it a fight that argument or discussion is certainly going to happen the first episode that these ogs are in which maybe isn't the first episode more on that again in a minute but she, you know, I, I understand the shock because part of me at first was like, wait, 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 they, she can act like they didn't know, but they knew. And then I remember that small casting spoilers here, only casting related spoilers of how they ended up here. So nothing crazy you need to fast forward for, but Jordan was meant to be on this season with Naya. Naya dropped out uh, late in the game. Anissa, Jordan, they brought Jordan and they dropped Anissa's partner who was there ready to film in the quarantine and they dropped him. I don't even remember who it was for Jordan to then still be on the season and just be partnered up with Anissa. So both, yes, Jordan, uh, mainly what I'm saying here is Jordan and Anissa weren't partners going in. So one, Anissa wasn't you know wouldn't be spilling or wouldn't know that Jordan was going to be there and wouldn't have told Tori that during the quarantine or anything like that um and so that's going to maybe be a little awkward for the two of them besties of like did you how did you know and you didn't say anything and then try to explain I didn't know but also on camera I'm not allowed to say that we ditched my my other but my partner that was here that traveled here quarantined with me, but then we didn't let on the show because Jordan's here now. It's a whole thing, but we can't talk about it on camera. So that's going to be a little awkward for Anissa and Tori and just adds to the shock of all of it. It's going to be, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a big storyline and I can't wait to see how it plays out. I'm hoping for the absolute best for both of them. I love Jordan. I love Tori. That won't change uh, regardless of what happens on the season. I doubt, I don't think. Um, and I certainly hope not. Speaking of Jordan and Anissa, though, we've referenced them a bunch of times. Let's talk about it. They're partners. That was the biggest thing coming in, being a lot of jokes made at the expense of Jordan and Anissa being partners and clearly not ride or dies. Um, I just gave you the background on how they ended up being partners when they weren't originally meant to be. Now, they address this in the launch special, and it's the moment that falls the most flat of the entire launch special because they give some bullshit rivals to footage where he answered a trivia question actually mean about uh, Nisa, you know, kind of in the way that those trivia questions are meant to be. Uh, it was like, who is the most like conceited in the house or who is the, who wants the most attention in the house. And he says Anissa or something like that. And then they like have a funny back and forth and they try to play that clip off. Like, yeah, see these guys 
are uh, they are their buddies, they're ride or dies, they're great friends. They have been back since they did Rivals 2 together. But then to make matters worse, they're already kind of lying about this, not being upfront about it. Um, the challenge official account tweets out, has the gall to tweet out the clip of Jordan and Anissa and of this moment of the launch special with a quote, how are Anissa and Jordan ride or dies? Question mark with the, you know, lower cap, upper cap, lowercase, uppercase throughout the whole things like in that mocking tone of like, you guys all ask this question. You're so stupid. You're so dumb. This is why. Of course they are. The ride or dies. Leave us alone. And it's like, you're, you're going to take it to this length. You're going to patronize your fans. You're going to make act like we're the stupid ones here for pointing out the silliness of these two being together because there's already been a lot of montage. And I bet in response to this clip in this gall of a tweet, there's going to be more montages posted of all of the times they have talked shit about each other. And specifically, Anissa has talked about not liking Jordan because that has happened way more often in their four seasons together than it has this one single moment where they kind of play nice while also playing mean at the same time, which is hilarious that that's the clip they chose. I digress. These two, they're not they're not actual ride or dies. It would have been way cooler if they leaned into hey, there's one team here that's actually more rivals than ride or dies, if anything, but they're going to work together and they're both OGs and they're going to make it work. If they would have leaned into that, who knows how much we will actually get of that. I hope more of it. I hope Anissa and Jordan, they're both very honest. They're honesty brokers, if nothing else. I think we'll get some of that throughout the season, but we will see. Moving on, other couple moments I liked. Biggest one, Olivia moves up my favorite rookie lists and rankings in advance of the premiere episode because I already had her in Horacio ninth in my initial power rankings, which is very good for a rookie rookie pair. I've got a lot of, uh, I got, a, I got a good little stockpile of stock of Olivia and Horacio doing very well, being very uh, well equipped for this game. But now they might be moving up even more because Olivia had the quote of the episode. And yes, I'm, I, I can't not give out an award. I already basically gave out the moment of the episode. I'm going to give out the quote of the episode. And it comes from Olivia describing her favorite quality in her partner. My favorite personality trait about Horacio would have to be just his genuinity. Is that a word? Genuinity. Genuinity? Yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Anyways, his genuinity. He's the most honest guy ever. That isn't a word, but it should be, and it is now, because it sounds great, and she rolls with it, and I'm rolling with it, and I loved everything about it, and they their little segment on them uh, was maybe my favorite clip of, of the different rookie rookie ones, or even a couple of the vet rookies where it was mostly about the rookie that we don't know yet. We didn't learn a lot about many of these people, even with the clips that we got in the little you know minute to three minutes each of them got, but I feel like we learned a little bit about these two, mostly that I'm going to love Olivia. Then, let's talk format for this season. The last thing uh, before we get to updating our predictions. Uh, let's talk format of this season because we got a few things from this launch special that kind of updated what we know about the format and are worth discussing. The first one is that these six people, Nani Bananas, Anissa Jordan, Darrell Veronica, they will enter the game at some later point on TJ's terms. They are there on TJ's behest 
They are TJ's uh, twist, which Jordan, you know, says in this is, you know, the highest honor. You know, you've really reached a high level if you get to be TJ's twist. I believe in one of the trailers, the word mercenary has been used, but also they are clearly shown actually playing in and competing in the game, and they're a part of the official cast list, all of that. So my big question is, are they coming in episode one, or do we have to wait? Because... The only time we've ever seen anything like this really is, you know, we've seen mercenaries enter the game at a later point and then be allowed to like enter the game, not just like show up for the one elimination. We saw that on Final Reckoning with the eventual winners in Ashley and Hunter. Uh, we and Corey and Devin on that season as well. Um, so we've seen that before that someone can come in and win their way into the game as a mercenary. Um, and we've seen back on Invasion of the Champions that the entire thing was we're going to have part of a challenge season with just these, you know, these never have won before challengers, if you will, if we go full ruins, champs versus challengers, which is basically what they did, ruins two, in a way, it was in Thailand, actually that was, I've never really fully actually said that out loud or put that together, but it was just kind of ruins two, uh, so that's interesting, but I digress, on invasions, the team of champions, uh, the eight of them, the 10 of them, however many there were, you know, showed up halfway through. And now suddenly those left on the other side, you have to face this other team. So are these six vet vet, you know, these three vet vet pairs, these super vets, these OGs, TJs, mercenaries, are they just a reveal, you know, episode one where like everyone gets to go to the house and then they meet TJ and TJ introduces like, oh, by the way, there's a couple more players than that. Are these three pairs going to have some sort of special power or place in the game, at least early on, where like they're exempt or they're acting differently? Or are they going to be a team of six going against other teams of six in the house for any small, small part of time? All I, all I know is that I really hope they show up as early as possible because I want to see them. I don't want to wait um, as much as, you know, maybe it's good. If it could be they show up in episode two or three um, and just get to skip the first round or two, and that gives us more time to learn about some of these new faces, and that gives the big shock and awe of them actually coming into the game when everyone else thinks, like, you know, these people aren't here. Uh, I don't know, because it is going to – we we already talked about the moment they show up, Jordan and Tori is the story for at least that episode for sure. Like, they're going to have to hash that out. We clearly see they're going to hash that out, and so – uh, if they do this in episode one, episode one then just becomes about Tori and Jordan and maybe sucks all the oxygen out and we don't get to learn about all these new rookies. So I'm guessing maybe it's not episode one. Maybe it's at the very end. Maybe we get a cliffhanger. I don't know, but I hope it's soon. If I had my exact perfect guess, uh, not guess, if I had my exact perfect hope and wish, my hope would be that it's like an extended premiere episode and then the cliffhanger at the end that we know because on the outside because it's not really a cliffhanger is TJ saying, I've got a surprise for you and bringing them in. So we get one full episode of like, let's meet as many of the new people as we can and then let's bring them in. So episode two is guaranteed fire. Here we go. The champs are here. The vets are here. They're not all champions. Only four of them are champions. But anyways, I digress. Next formatting thing that we learn about, second and final one. Darrell in this launch special alludes to wishing 
like me, I always knew Darrell's just the best, and he he likes all the best things, much like he likes when the game's simple. He says in this, you know, I wish the game would be as simple as the last place team goes in, the winning team is safe and gets to pick, and just like that, but TJ isn't going to let it be that simple. He alludes to TJ not letting it be that simple, and then in a glimpse we get right after that, and then a glimpse that we also get to see in the super trailer that is, again, at the end of this episode, and that is out on YouTube, and everything has been for a little while now, since an hour after I recorded my uh, preview special. Not bitter or anything at all about that timing, but... Darrell alludes to it not being simple. Then we see the glimpses in that super trailer and in this launch special that the double cross or the draw is back, that the elimination, some part of it has to do with a draw or a double cross. I believe it is a double cross. It looks like it's a double cross type of situation. They shows them pulling what looks like maybe swords. It makes the noise like you're unsheathing a sword uh, when we see the glimpse in the super trailer. So I'm thinking maybe they're pulling these like crazy swords out. I don't know. But it's either a draw situation or a double cross. But where either a random draw, like free agent style, pull one. And if you get the wrong color or the wrong shape or the wrong whatever, you're going in. Or double cross, dirty 30 style. If you pull the one that has, you know, the right symbol on it, you are safe. But you have to pick from the other nominees who is going in right there in that moment. Please let it be the double cross. Please, 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 please let it be the double cross. The draw's good enough. It's fine. Obviously, it worked to give us an epic moment with Jordan flipping all of them in free agents. I doubt that's going to happen again, although how crazy would it be if we got Jordan redoing the flipping all of them and then winning this time? That would be incredible. I could see him actually being like, I have to redeem myself. They're giving me a chance. It's right here. It's right for us. And then he remembers, well, Anise is my partner. But then he remembers, hey, Anise is really good at elimination. Let's do it. But then she probably wouldn't let him. Anyways, I hope it's the double cross, though. The double cross on Dirty 30 was amazing. It was so good. I used it as one of my 100 takes for the 100th podcast episode saying they should bring the double cross back. It's one of the best twists ever. It works really well as a format twist. It's great. Love it. Everything about it. So bring back the double cross. It looks like that is happening. Double cross or draw something of that effect. Here's the hoping. It's the DC. All right. So that's the launch special. Basically, uh, anything worth uh, talking about from it. Again, otherwise, um, you know, for those that watch, we didn't learn a ton, ton, but it did get me even more excited for the season. So it worked in that respect. And uh, it mostly, if you're someone who watched this, but you didn't watch any of like the little clips they put out on Instagram of like each of the teams, you know, answering a bunch of questions about each other, or whatever, you know, get to know all those teams. I would advise going and watching those, especially for the rookie rookie pairs, learning something about the rookies, the relationships, everything. You can also read right through all of them and tell which people are actual, like real ride or dies and which ones. Maybe we just found someone who is willing to come on the show with them, but you should watch all of it. It's all good. It's got me hyped. I think this season's going to be absolutely amazing. I think it has the potential to be an all-time great season. Whether it will live up to that potential, we will see. But I'm going in with, you know, I'm trying to keep the expectations as low as I can, but they keep rising day by day. It's not my fault. They're setting me up. Hopefully, they're setting me up to then dunk it down and be like, we put the expectations sky high, and then we still surpass them. And it's an amazing season. We shall see. But... For this season, I previously made some predictions. 
I am going to update a few of those predictions now because of everything we saw from both the super trailer that last time I'll say it came out one after after hour after I record. I can't even say it anymore. One hour after I recorded the last preview and prediction. So that wasn't very fair, but also then now we've seen this launch special. So I just want to do a couple small tweaks. Most of them I'm going to keep the same, but some tweaks here or there adding one in as well. So let's run through those predictions for season 38 ride or dies. Here we go. Five predictions plus finalists and winner picks. Number one, the vets will stick together just like on Spies, Lies, and Allies. This was a previous prediction, and I am not amending it at all. I still think regardless of when these six super vets come into the game, all the vets are going to try to work together for at least the first half, just like on Spies, Lies, and Allies. Not changing that one bit. Number two, I am changing the first team eliminated. I'm sticking with a prediction for the first team eliminated, but I'm changing which one it is. And again, this and all predictions, this and all talk about the season is spoiler free. I only look at the casting spoilers. Uh, so I have some of that background, but I have no idea what actually takes place this season. But I feel certain in this prediction, and that is that I previously said Tommy and Annalise would be the first team eliminated. I am changing that to... Nam and Emmy will be the first team eliminated, and it breaks my heart because I love Nam so much. But they were not shown in the launch special. Only one team was not shown. That was not either there, present, doing the talking, or discussed as a team, got their own full segment. And that was Nam and Emmy. I feel like that's a reason behind that. I don't think they're going to be around for very long. Um, or they just got the shit into the stick on the editing. I don't know, but we didn't see anything about them. So I'm changing my pick. First team eliminated, Nam and Emmy. Third one. Same as before, Jordan and Anissa, they will win one elimination, and then they're going to go up in flames in the second one. They're too good not to win the first one, but then the dynamic between them will cost them, and they will go out in flames in negative style in the second one. That is the third prediction. The fourth prediction, a new one that we added to the list from the last time we did this. Turbo and Tamara will win two eliminations in a row. Turbo is, <laughs> we get a lot of Turbo in the super trailer. Uh, we get talks of him in, in the launch special here. He seems like he's ready to go. He's, you know, no one's going to get along with him. His only possible, you know, alliance in the house is with Nani, who clearly, as we see from the trailers, is not going to get along with Turbo. Turbo's not going to get along with her. It doesn't seem like Turbo's going to get along with anyone, but he does threaten to take everyone out one by one in elimination, and I think he's going to actually make good on that threat for a little bit by the tune of two elimination wins before losing a third, and he's going to talk mad shit the whole time. Fifth one, then... Changing the previously, I made a prediction that I said was more a prayer, and I'm going to give up on the prayer, and I'm going to lead into a prediction that I think will be right. There are going to be way too many format twists along the way this season. There's just going to be too many, and they're not going to all work, but that's okay. We love the show for what it is, and if that's what we're going to get every single season, it is what it is. Hopefully, the more of them that can be good and great and awesome, the better. Let's hope for as many of them being that this season, but either way, I think there are going to be way too many format twists along the way. That is our fifth and final prediction of just singular out there predictions. As for finalists and winner picks... Only one change here from when I previously made them. The first time I made these, I said Nani and Bananas, Tori and Devin, Amber and Chauncey, Colleen and Kim, Veronica and Darrell. That was my finals pick, and I've got one change. I'm going to swap one out, and it breaks my heart to do it to these OGs, but I think it's the right move. 
The more I thought about it, the more I really just like Michelle and Jay on this season. I really think that they're going to be super sneaky and that they're going to find their way to make it to the end. And so I'm putting Michelle and Jay in. I'm taking Veronica and Darrell out. I can't believe I'm even saying that. So my final finalist picks are Nani and Bananas, Tori and Devin, Amber and Chauncey, Colleen and Kim, Michelle and Jay going way out on a limb with Colleen and Kim. If they make it as rookie, rookie, the German rookies coming in, no connections, the no one, that will be big time, but I think they can do it. So you got to go at least one of them as an out there pick. It's never just chalk the five teams you think are the best five teams are going to make the final. So that's the pick. But as for the winner's pick, nothing has changed since the last time. I'm sticking with it, not changing that. I feel more confident than ever. Tori and Devin are going to win this season. I think they're a perfect match as a team. They've got the perfect alliances in the house. I think Tori and Jordan will settle that story. They'll put it in the past. They'll be able to work together. That'll be a big asset ally for their team and I think they make it to that final no problem and I think they smoke the final I think Devin really shows out really shows that he has secretly under the radar been putting in that work on the endurance front more than anything else Tori's a beast we know that Devin does the puzzles they run all the way to the end and they win in a big fashion I don't think they just win but I think if it's one that's just a full overall time and not that spies lies and allies bullshit where we reset for the last single checkpoint starting at blank zeros I think they will win going away like it won't even be close they're gonna have to do hella editing to make it look even competitive in the final so that is the predictions that is the launch special recap this took way longer than I thought but It was a fun hour of television. I loved it, and I am hyped for Wednesday for Ride or Dies, the official premiere. I hope you are to come back Wednesday night right afterwards. I will be recording. That will be out first thing Thursday morning for you to listen to on your commute to work, on your morning workout, just making coffee, kicking back, thinking about the night before the episode, the premiere, and all the greatness that I hope will be on display on episode one, the premiere, Wednesday night, MTV, Ride or Dies. MTV's The Challenge is back. The flagship is back. Hallelujah. Let's go. So with that, thanks for being here. Love to all of you. I will talk to you Wednesday. Peace.